Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm Manika Godet. I'm a fashion designer and my line is called Manic Fashion. Don't hesitate to get your experience first. For me, the whole experience I had in the industry uh, was amazing for what I'm doing right now. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? When you're an entrepreneur, uh, everything is about working with people and uh, building a team. I'm very proud of saying that my forte in, I mean, in my business is that I was able to build like a family of people around. It's very important to have people that you you have around that help you and that you help because no one makes it alone. You have to be well surrounded. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Not joining me this time is your co-host, Fred Keating. Fred is in another location today while I'm in Montreal, Canada, and I'm very privileged to be in the home of Manika Godet. She's a fashion designer. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marvin. I'm happy to be here. Wow, a fashion designer. Tell me all about this. I first started uh, as an artist. I studied arts at university. When I started the university, I wasn't sure that I could make a living out of arts. So that's what uh, made me go to fashion. And then I studied fashion to become a fashion designer. And it's one of my, you know, big passion. How did you know that this was going to be your passion? Uh, I think that I knew very early in life. Uh, when I was a kid, my, my mother, you know, always helped me uh, making dresses for my Barbies. It's a bit of a cliche, but it was it's really true. I, I think when I was a kid, my first passion was really drawing. I love to draw everything, you know, it, it was something I, I did a lot. But uh, I also love to, you know, sew and, and make clothing for anything. So Barbies, uh, dolls, everything. So I think uh, I knew pretty early. Is this then one of the skills that's really important in the fashion industry? The, the ability to be able to draw, the ability to be able to take those pictures out of your mind and put them down on paper so that they can be executed. I think you said something very important. To be a designer, you have to know how to make a dress. I mean, I'm not talking about drawing a dress. A lot of people think that just designers, like fashion designers, are good at drawing. It's not always true. I mean, I would say that uh, maybe 30% of people are good illustrators. But what's very important is that you know how to build a dress from A to Z. So to make the pattern, to take your idea to make the pattern and then to make it into a real physical thing. Do you see images in your mind then as to what these garments are going to look like when they're actually 
being worn by a person? Yes. Uh, if I don't see it, I have to be able to see it. So when I, I draw something, then I have to think about it to think, okay, how is it going to be? Is it something that's doable? Is it going to be okay on a person? How is it going to look? What range, what age, everything. It's very important. Now tell me about your design company and how did you get into business and how's it going? Before starting my own company, I was a designer for a company for 12 years. It was into the fashion industry, so more of a commercial line. For me, I learned a lot because to me, being a good designer is also to be able to make commercial things. I mean, <laughs> it's easy to make something that you like, but to sell it to someone, that's the very real challenge. So I was a designer and then when I decided to start my own line, you know, it, it didn't come like this. I, I had uh, a few contracts at first with other companies. I was working for myself, but uh, actually the idea of uh, starting my own line came from when I created a garment for a friend, an artist. Actually, she's a host on TV and I didn't know what to offer for her birthday. So I created a garment and I painted a design on it and I offered her and then she told me, why don't you start this as a collection? And that's what I did. So I actually joined my two passions, painting and fashion. My line is actually a very artistic one. All the pieces are unique, hand-painted and for, uh, you know, exclusive clientele. You mentioned the television project, and I understand that you have done some other wardrobe work for television. Tell me about this. Before, actually, I created my own line. I also worked for the film industry. I collaborated on a few movie projects. It was something that I wanted, I always wanted to do. I mean, it's something very creative. And, you know, creativity, you can apply to everything. I mean, everything you do. And, and for sure, the movie business always attracted me a lot. And your husband is Mark Krupa, and we've interviewed him on a previous episode. Have you actually collaborated with him with, you know, some of your costumes, some of your designs in his projects? Yes, yes, actually, uh, he was working on a movie called In Fashion Fashion, so very related to fashion. And I created the collection for the movie. Uh, it was about a, a young designer. So I was the designer who actually designed that line of clothing behind the scenes. As a result of these experiences, what have you learned about working in the film and television industry? The film and television is a, is a place where everything goes so fast. It's a lot of work. It's cyclic. So it's, it's closer to what I'm doing right now than when I was working for a company. So uh, you get a contract, you work a lot for a short period of time, and then you get a little time in between the contracts. But it's something you have to be very passionate and you have to love working with people because you're always working with a big, big team. It's really a team sport, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's something that is very important. If you don't like to work with 
people, then it's not your thing. So collaboration is really important in the film and television industry. And now getting back to your regular fashion design business, how important is collaboration and teamwork there? When you're an entrepreneur, uh, everything is about working with people and uh, building a team. It's something that makes you going. It's something that will make you grow. I'm very proud of seeing that my forte in I mean, in my business is that I was able to build like a family of people around. And when I see that, it's it's very important to have people that you you have around that help you and that you help because no one makes it alone. You have to be well surrounded. You mentioned the word entrepreneur. Actually, that was not your pronunciation. You use the French pronunciation. <laughs> I'll use the anglicized pronunciation in saying entrepreneur. That leads me to want to ask you, how do you market your work? I was also a personal stylist at first, so I was going to uh, help people who didn't have the time to uh, shop for themselves. So I used that clientele at first, and I approached them and I showed them my work. So I started selling to them and then I decided to sell online and to approach boutique as well. But since my work is very customized, I would say that the boutiques I sell to are like a niche market. And how do you like that sort of niche market? Uh, for me, it's it's what I like because, uh, you know, I know that I produced a, a product that is very unique. It's mainly for the people that want to be different or uh, a lot of artists, a lot of personality, <laughs> uh, a lot of people that are, uh, you know, in front of the camera. So it's it, because they want to be different. That's and I also have to work with their image. And you still sell online, correct? Yes, I do. And I also have my atelier, atelier uh, boutique. And I uh, actually meet my clients here when they have special orders. And I sell to boutiques uh, across Canada. What about international sales? Do you have your site set on international sales as well? Yes, I do. Uh, I have an e-commerce website. This year, my goal or my new challenge would be to actually reach to the international market. I think I'm ready now for it. And it's something that I really look forward to. How do you handle manufacturing and fulfillment? My advantage is that because I worked for so many years in fashion, in the fashion industry, uh, I have a lot of resources and a lot of contacts. So I kept those and I work with amazing teams for manufacturing. Most of my production is made here in Montreal. I would say up to 90% of it. So I'm very proud of that. Great. I also wanted to ask you about some of your other business background because I know that you collaborated on a book recently and it's called Business Skills for Creative Souls. This sounds like something that's very much of interest to our listeners. Tell me about this. Yeah, I, I was approached by a great writer. Uh, actually, she worked for Yes, uh, a Montreal committee for uh, young creative people. They were looking for... Um, any kind of artists, like I would say uh, actors, uh, filmmakers, designers, would like to collaborate on a book to help uh, young creative people to know more about what to do and what not to do. 
So uh, I said yes, and uh, it was a few interviews, uh, and and I really I really enjoyed it because for me, I mean, I I love to to give my help to to young people because I know that when I was there, I would have really loved to get, you know, <laughs> those tips. That's important. What would be your number one tip as far as what a creative person should be doing? Don't hesitate to get your experience first. I mean, in terms of fashion design, I know a lot of designers tend to start right after school. For me, the whole experience I had in the industry uh, was amazing for what I'm doing right now. Uh, just the commercial part. I know a lot of designers fear the commercial side of it, but I think it's still very important because, I mean, it, it's nice if you're creative. It's nice if you make garments that, uh, you know, is outstanding, but at the same time, the goal is also to, to sell it to the world. So I think that experience is one of the most important. And what would you say is the number one thing that you should avoid doing? Not to go too fast, to really uh, take the time to, to see what you have, you know, in terms of resources, contacts, you know. Some people are entrepreneurs, like they have that in themselves. But I think that if you want to succeed, you have to have a very strong background. You have to have contacts. You have to be sure of what you're doing because I mean it's a it's a tough world but if you if it's your passion you're gonna like it <laughs> now I guess even though we are artists it might also be a good idea to study business and to understand some of the principles of successful business people yes I think you said something very important when you're in fashion if you're a fashion designer you will also have to understand what it is to to have a creative or a, a successful sorry a successful business so it's very important to know about the business things like you need to understand revenue you need to understand costs you need to understand taxation all of these things oh yeah of course a lot of artists think that they don't like that side of the business but if you explore it, you might understand that it's not, I mean, it's not what you thought. And if you really, really don't like it, I strongly recommend that you match with someone that is, you know, good at that because you will need it. It's something you cannot go without. That's a good point. There's always the role for a business partner to shore up your weaknesses. Oh, yeah, it's very true. Partnering is not always easy. But, you, you know, if you partner with the right people and that both of you really, you know, have both of your uh, fortes, it's really something that can be uh, can help you be successful. Absolutely. Well, Manika, is there anything else that you'd like to say in summary? I would like to say that if creativity is your passion, really go for it and don't be afraid to listen to your inner voice because at one point you will have to <laughs> and i wish you a great greatest of luck but i love i love being a passionate and creative person well this has been great thanks again for having me as a guest here in your home in montreal one other thing where can our listeners learn more about you see some of your designs oh yeah uh, surely uh 
manicfashion.com. Uh, this is an e-commerce website or on my Facebook business page, which is facebook.com slash manic fashion. And how do you spell manic? It's M-A-N-I-K. Fantastic. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Marvin. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity. <laughs>